Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a United Fan Podcast. My name is Paul. On today's show, I'll be talking about the announcement by Manchester United yesterday on the agreement they reached with Juventus on the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo to Manchester United. Yesterday, my United announced to the whole world about the capture of Cristiano Ronaldo after he had been initially linked to the transfer to Man City. And I will be talking about all that has happened in the last 48 hours concerning his signing. I will also be talking about Scott McTominay's injury. He had undergone surgery and is obviously going to be out for a while. No official date has been stated for his return, but I will be discussing this and the implications of Ronaldo's signing and the larger picture concerning where we need to address in our mutual and how possibly our fortunes may be changing for the better, even if it's for the short term. So, with that being said, let's get right into it. Right, welcome back. So, finally, my United fans, our torture has been surprisingly I'm look I'm looking for words to use to describe how I feel about this signing. On Wednesday and Thursday when the news broke that um Manchester City is have discussions with George Mendes on the possible transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo to Manchester City, saying that the deal for the deal to get Harry Kane or the attempts to get Harry Kane from Tottenham Hotspur to City has fallen through was a terrifying or terrifying moment and ex- an experience that words can't just describe right now I'm lost for words on the whole for the last 48 hours really um, we, we we had played through our minds the possible move by Manchester City to acquire Cristiano Ronaldo and see him wear a Man City shirt scoring goals for them you know so that would have hurt many Man United supporters Many many United fans would hate him or would have hated him if he had actually made that move. But looking back now on hindsight, I suspect that George Mendes and Ronaldo played this 8-0 trick, you know. I think United were played to trigger an interest in signing him. I don't think Christian Ronaldo actually wanted to go to Manchester United, but already abundantly clear that he wanted to, well, how I put it, I think that my United initially was not interested in Ronaldo for obvious reasons. He's 36 years old, he's in Juventus, his career is winding down, and no one was sure whether he wanted to leave or not. 
okay uh, he had announced he had made an announcement a few weeks back stating that the rumors linking him with other clubs was disrespectful to he and these clubs and wanted the press to stop spreading rumors about his his move out of Juventus now so you could understand why Manchester United was not interested in signing or was not interested in any deal for Cristiano Ronaldo so I think George Mendes knew that and decided to start having talks with Manchester City to see if they would be interested since their attempts to get Hurricane was not looking feasible anymore and you know we were conned by the outrage by my United fans and of course the club and Ole, Fergie and all who were involved in getting this deal done um, acted to prevent such a scenario from happening. I believe that if my United had still remained adamant that they were not going to get Ronaldo, I, I believe he would have joined City eventually if we hadn't hijacked the deal, quote and unquote hijacked the deal. But I think they knew that there was no way on earth we were going to allow such a deal to go through. So, and we stepped in, you know. I, at some point uh, on Thursday evening or so, I think I heard that he had, Manchester United had been offered Cristiano Ronaldo as well. I think that was when the narrative began to change. But whatever went on behind the scene, fans don't really care. Cristiano Ronaldo is a Man United player, and an agreement has been reached for his transfer from Juventus to Man United, and the the transfer fee is quite cheap, around twenty million euros, I believe, will be paid to Juventus, um, and also um, the salary structure. I don't know how it will be, but I understand he will be taking a pay cut, but that is, but he will be probably be one of our biggest earners regardless and he'll be around for two years that's a wonderful that's wonderful news for manchester united hopefully ronaldo will continue his good form he has been showing in the last couple of years and you know probably retire at this club so wonderful news how i wish we had gotten him earlier you know when he left real madrid probably our fortunes would have changed by now in terms of trophies won and championships won. In any case, I think the capture of Ronaldo is a statement of intent for Manchester United and Ole has been backed, even though he has not been backed perfectly, but he has definitely been backed in this last um, two or three years, you know, especially in fact, this last, yeah, this last two or three years, we, I don't think he has any excuses and although truth be told he has been he has been vocal about um the glazer support for him so we have to give him that in any case i would like to point us to another important fact which is all these transfers whereby my united struggle to get done i think it is deliberate it's obviously deliberate you know when they want to do a transfer they get it done so this suggests that 
all these years of turmoil in the transfer market whereby we are so slow we are so ponderous we did that it's all by design it's just deliberate they just don't want to get the deals done on time for whatever reasons okay so i think it's more of desire now rather than competence because the Ronaldo deal was agreed in less than 24 hours you know that is amazing even by my United standards because just on Wednesday just on Wednesday night the move to Man City was touted and it gathered traction and momentum on Thursday then all of a sudden I think it was in the morning on Friday morning my lady entered the race and within three to four hours they had announced the deal so it's just an amazing you know speed which begins to we begin to wonder why it takes my lady so long to get their transfer targets Harry Maguire, Juan Bissaka, Bruno Fernandez you know these deals many of them were protracted for months Ronaldo was linked to my United for months we didn't eventually get him until January of um, 2020, if I'm not mistaken. No, 2019, I beg your pardon. Really? 2020? Yes, 2020, I beg your pardon. Yeah, I'm right, 2020. So we could have gotten Bruno Fernandes in the summer of 2019, but we ended up getting him in January 2020. Why? We could have gotten him and imagine Bruno in our team in 2019 while we were struggling for goals and injuries imagine him in our squad you know especially when Kuba was out injured probably we would have done far better than we did in 2019 you know oh, man I just can't imagine anyway that's in the past now so two things we've learned today that one Ronaldo probably played Manchester United, Ronaldo and George Mendes played Manchester United by talking to Manchester City to ignite our interest in signing him. Because really, if we look at it, Manchester City was the only logical place for him to move to because PSG was not interested. Obviously, he was not going to go to Germany. He was not going to go to... He was already in Italy. He wanted to leave Italy. Nobody could pay his wages in Italy. So Italy down, Germany down, France down, Spain was the only other option. And who would get him in Spain? Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, definitely not Barcelona. So uh, England was the obvious choice for him, for a player with such high standards. And he chose to come to Manchester United, but to get our interest, because obviously, uh, if Manchester was not interested, we were not interested. The only option for him was to remain in Juventus and since he didn't want to remain in Juventus the only way to get us to be interested in him was to flirt with Manchester City and it got our attention so good one Cristiano Ronaldo hopefully it will pay off for the club in commercial revenue and also in terms of trophies on the field of play and also another thing I want us to remember United can get deals done quickly and early if they want to so anytime you see my united dragging pussyfooting on transfers 
like the the uh, Jason Sancho kind of uh, saga that we had last season, just know that it is deliberate, not because they don't want to or they are incompetent. They are not incompetent. It is because they are deliberately frustrating, for whatever reasons, the whole process. So that is done. So Ronaldo is now part of our team, and of course, he'll probably be playing the Newcastle game after the international break. And I know I and many my United fans can't wait to see him again in the Man United shirt, banging in the goals for Manchester United. Now, his arrival, of course, where the dust settles, we need to get to figure how we can manage the attack that we already have. It should be said, our attack is a very good one already. Uh, our problem has been the midfield, central midfield or defensive midfield, and uh, creativity. So, Ronaldo's arrival is going to bring a conundrum for Ole Gonasoxia. Um, Ole, again, has to be bold. He needs to be bold now. Ronaldo will not stand for it. Uh, he is incompetent. So, Ole, while he is happy, could easily be nailing his own coffin if he doesn't step up his own game too. He needs to step up because Ronaldo, of course, will not tolerate um, a manager who is timid and who can be decisive like Alex Ferguson. You know, Ronaldo has played in Madrid, has had several coaches of high standards who know what to do and who try to play to his strengths. He would demand nothing less at Manchester United. So Ole really needs to be bold in making substitutions, cut sentiment aside and be ruthless if need be. Ronaldo will obviously be a starter. Um, Cavani, I guess sometimes will partner Ronaldo in some games and some games he will come in as a sub, whether Ronaldo or um, one or two players in the attack, players like Sancho, Greenwood and Rashford. Obviously we are now have players who are surplus to requirements. Anthony Marshall, um, Daniel James, these players I'm sure are surplus to requirements. Rashford is untouchable, Greenwood is untouchable, Sancho is, is has recently signed to address our challenges on the right wing. So we have lots of players who will suffer requirement. Remember, Mata is often played on the wings as well as a sub, you know, and in competitions like Carabao Cup, FA Cup. So we have many players also who will be surplus to requirement. I think my Nigeria need to look at the squad. Look at players who need to go, even if it's on loan. And we also need to address our defensive midfield. Unless Ole is willing to trust Van der Beek to play a role in midfield while Scott McTominay, when fit, or Fred or Matic play the defensive midfield role. One thing I do know is that Fred cannot be trusted on his own to play the defensive midfield in the long term. You can get we can get away with it when playing teams with the low block, but teams who will attack us like the big boys, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, Manchester City, Leicester City, 
it might be a problem for us and could ultimately lead to us losing or drawing those games but Ronaldo brings another dimension to our game and I don't think we'll be paying him the wages we'll be paying him to sit on the bench so I figure Ronaldo is going to start so Ole will have decisions to make and some players will need to step up and grab opportunities whenever they present themselves Marshall cannot afford to be you know indifferent and poor he needs to get himself gingered and i'm sure this will see a reaction for the players, players such as marshall because i believe marshall should be ahead of daniel james in terms of um the pecking order but i don't know for daniel james daniel james i think we could we could give him a loan deal we could get him a loan deal um, Jesse Lingard, well, he could play in the midfield, uh, but he's not going to be. Bruno will be undroppable in many games. That is very clear. Of course, Bruno will not be getting as many goals as he used to because of Ronaldo's arrival, who will obviously be taking penalty kicks. But I have no doubt that Bruno will be getting to goal scoring positions and be scoring goals. In any case, um, we have attackers who will be bearing chances we have a, a striker Ronaldo who will be taking half chances who will be taking converting good chances or like players like Rashford and Marshall who will be missing good edge chances you know so there are so many possibilities we also need to address the defensive midfield the defensive midfield has always been a problem area and still has to be addressed um I was not so done the possibility of Ruben Neves joining Manchester United, but I think I'm being sold now. If we can get Ruben Neves, he's 24 years old, and I'm surprised he's 24 years old. I used to think he was older, and he's a deep-lying playmaker. If we could get him, that would be great. But if we get uh, Wilfred Ndidi, that would be great. If we could get any other player that has been linked, will be linked to, to playing the defensive midfield, that would be great. My problem is we are we obviously the reason why we've not gotten based in light of the Ronaldo signing the reason why we've not gotten any player in the development of the because Oli does not really seem to think that we need that area addressed and I don't know why he thinks so I hope we are able to get one on transfer deadline day and that should fix I think that should make us competitive again if we can get a defensive midfielder. McTominay is out, injured. I presume he will be probably out for at least a month. Um, good thing is the international break is here after this weekend. So he'll be missing the game against Wolves. Wolves will not be easy. They've lost their first two games and I'm sure they'll be quite eager to get their first set of points. So we really need to take advantage um and we really need to step up against wolves i don't hope to see, i hope we don't see a matic and fred combination against wolves on sunday please only do not do that that could be suicidal and that shows that you don't know what you're doing and that also shows that you're probably not be able to manage the attacking talent that we now have in our club 
So, yes, uh, I think that basically we are stuck in the attack, stopped in defense, although Dalot is being touted to be sent alone or sold to Dortmund. I don't know how true that story is, but I don't think it makes sense. How can only one Bissaka be our only right back? What if he gets injured? And it's not, it's, the problem we have is Wabisaka is our first choice right back and Diego Dalot obviously is better technically going forward, you know, but he's, he's not fancied by Oli. And apart from uh, Wabisaka's um, ability to overlap and join the attack and give quality and product to attackers to try to attack. Um, really, Wabisaka is not, shouldn't be a top four defender. We love him, of course, because he's tackling and he's one of the best one-on-one -on -one defenders in the league, if not the whole world. But uh, to have only one Bissaka as our only um, fullback is just ridiculous. Right back, that is terrible. So I don't think there's any truth to that story because Brandon Williams has gone on loan, so it's just one Bissaka. I think Oli has already decided to keep Diego Dalot. So that's it basically. Um, Dijia will still be our number one for against Wolves um, in the midfield. We need to address the defensive midfield. If we address that, then we are good to go. Then Oli needs to be brave to give Donny van der Beek more opportunities. Now that McTominay is unavailable, we don't want to be seeing Fred and Matic. Please, van der Beek can play with Matic, okay? especially in games whereby we'll be holding, we'll be controlling possession. He will be able to progress the ball forwards quicker than Fred or Matumne or Matic. So, I will be making another podcast after our game with Wolverhampton uh, Wanderers on Sunday. Hopefully, it will be something we will, will be rejoicing. It will be a podcast where I will be rejoicing and talking about our performance. And that is that was impressive and not a performance that was sloppy because of the midfield, you know, or I just hope we do well against Wolves. We have records now to keep and trophies to win. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. I will see you on the next one.